Bitcoin. You're listening to the Bitcoin and Marcus podcast. Okay. What's up, guys? My name is Satoshi. No, it's Ansel Lindner. This is Bitcoin and Markets. Um, I have been off for a little while. Not because I wanted to, but you might be able to hear in my voice a little bit of the leftover laryngitis. I'm still working over it, but I I owe it to my fans. I owe it to my patrons for sure uh, to put out some content. So um, if you guys want to support the show, go to patreon.com forward slash Bitcoin and Markets. Uh, we're we're about to hit the two hundred dollar mark, which I think is pretty awesome. I mean, it's not it's nothing to uh, support me financially, but it is something to support my love and my passion for Bitcoin and for doing the show, and I love that. Um, also, there's you know some milestones that I want to get to. Once we get to certain milestones on the on the Patreon, I'm going to be able to donate to other projects around the space. So, for instance, like say. Um, Jack Maulers and his Zap, Zap, which is a lightning wallet. Okay. He's doing great work. Um, also, Nicholas Dorier. I think that's how you say his name. Dorier, maybe. Uh, it's a little Francais. A little Francais. I'm not sure. But um, he, he's been doing a BitPay uh, replacement <laughs> because BitPay has been such a bad actor over the last little while. Uh, he's doing a BitPay replacement, just open source that anybody can use uh, for merchant type things. Uh, those are the types of projects that I would like to support from my community, from our community here on Bitcoin and Markets. So go to Bitcoin Markets or go to Bitcoin Markets forward slash donate or go to uh, patreon.com forward slash Bitcoin and Markets. Thank you for everyone that donates. But okay, so this episode, I want to jump into this Jeff Garzik BS. And my voice might fail me as we get a little bit further on in here, but we'll see. Um, it's getting better and better every day. I was I was like this the other day, just total whispering. I went to a meetup on Sunday um, that I am like the co-organizer for. And usually I'm the one that's kind of is, I do like maybe 25% of the talking at this meetup. And it was, it was really hard for me to go there and not be able to talk to my friends, not be able to discuss these things, not be able to like talk to noobs. We had a new guy come into the meetup that was a natural gas trader. He was just really interested in what, uh, what's going on. And, you know, I'm, I'm not from one of these big cities in the U S I don't want to say what city I live in, but you guys can find it if you really want to. Um, but yeah, so it's a pretty big deal when we have, uh, well, we have newbies every week that come into the meetup, but, um, you know, this guy was pretty, pretty awesome. And at the same time I had a quote unquote virtual meetup where we set up a discord um, server and just had talked amongst people. And we had like 10 people on there from my local town here. So it was kind of fun. And one of the new guys on there was a oil trader. So th there's a lot of people getting into this space, a lot of traders. Um, I've noticed a lot of like energy um, markets, I guess, energy people getting in or being interested in it. So about 12 months ago, we started seeing a lot of financial people get in, right? Wealth advisors or brokers or whatever. Now we're seeing like 
traders. These are commodities traders. These are like major people. Maybe uh, some they've they told me that they've heard rumors about the CME adding a futures market. We've had Ledger X now add this options. So there's lots of stuff happening, and that's attracting these people into into the space. And uh, I think it's pretty awesome. But okay, so let's get on. Oh, shit. I'm five minutes in. I haven't even talked about what I want to talk about. But uh, all right, this is going to be a little short, short session. I, I just want to talk about Jeff Garzik, okay, and this metronome thing, ICO that he's putting out. This is a, a ERC-20 token, so it's a Ethereum smart contract. And just people, just wait till the <laughs> ERC-20 smart contract, there's a bug in it. Oh my God, it is going to be disaster, utter disaster. And there are those bugs, guaranteed, guaranteed there are those bugs. I mean, this is a, a platform where you write in like a made up language. They made up Solidity and Serpent just for Ethereum, right? So <laughs> it's, it's a two-year-old language and then they compile it down to bytecode and put it on the blockchain. I mean... This whole thing is just rife, just ready for a bug. Wait till the ERC-20 thing has a bug. People have probably written about that, and I haven't read it because it's total and utter crap anyway. They, you got to kind of pick your sides, okay, with this, this Ethereum and uh, smart contracts. <clears throat> so I come down on the side of that all code has bugs, and therefore these smart contracts must be centralized. They must be updatable and drainable. Um, oracles on Ethereum must be centralized, right? So all of these different things about Ethereum have to be centralized. Um, why not have a centralized <laughs> database too? It, it Maybe you could say in the future, down the road, these things will be decentralized. But that's just hopes and dreams, you're betting $20 billion. This is a $20 billion testnet. That's what it is. And now we have this new ERC-20 token that's supposed to be coming out called Metronome. This is by Jeff Garzik, the lead developer or the only developer on this Segwit2x New York agreement that was put together by BitPay or put together by Barry Silber of DCG and has signers like BitPay, Zappo, Coinbase, uh, Blockchain.info. Sound, they sound like some big companies, don't they? You probably have heard of them, even if you're relatively new to Bitcoin. But they are not. Okay, they're they're very tiny. Uh, BitPay, which Coinbase is the biggest, but BitPay would be the second biggest probably. And <laughs> last year they had $500 million worth of um, revenue, or uh, not revenue, but volume, okay? And this year they have $1 billion worth of volume but it sounds at first blush like that's a shitload dude they doubled in one year that's pretty good no but the bitcoin price has gone up 6x since then so like these guys aren't staying up they aren't even staying up on this they would have been better off just buying bitcoin and holding it and i'll get to metronome in a second but that that gets to a very very specific point about bitcoin is it like do the companies give value to Bitcoin or do the holders give value to Bitcoin? I mean, I could break this down into like subjective theory of value and all this stuff, but it's pretty common sense, right? Like 
if I'm an entrepreneur and I want to start a business, I'm not going to start a business making widgets in, in some unproven market that I don't think has value. That I don't think ever will have value. I mean, even if you say this entrepreneur gets in before the market matures, he thinks or she thinks that this market will mature to have value that they can they can build a service or a product on top of. So when you're talking about these businesses coming into Bitcoin, they came here because of the value. They didn't come, they didn't create the value. Right? That's just common logical step-by-step sense about how this happened. I mean, yeah, you could say some businesses added value, and that's that's your role as entrepreneurs to add value, but you're not going to move into a new sector that you don't believe already has value. And especially when we look at the space, the Bitcoin space here, it is just rife with scammers. I mean, there's just people coming out every single day with ICO, 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 and altcoins, altcoins, Bitcoin, Bitcoin, just so much value coming in the space. Now, are they coming in because BitPay? Fuck no. Fuck no. They're coming in because these tokens are going 200x with in like a week, in a day. That's why they're coming in. They're coming in because of the value. The value is here. And as a side tangent, there's also like um, people think that fiat has to come into the system. I think that's true as a concept. But in reality, what's happening is value is being created here. Value is being created. Because there was no value, right? An ICO launches that ICO is, it has zero value. Yeah. <laughs> it still has, <clears throat> it still has zero value. The ICO itself still has zero value after it launches, but it brings in millions of dollars in new purchasing power just out of nowhere. So this purchasing power, this value that's created is created out of nothing. And a lot of people will be iffy about that. They'll say, oh, there's a bubble, et cetera, et cetera. That's a, you know, it's not backed by anything, but it is. It's, uh, it's, back, it's backed by the next 20X or the next 10X. There's even ICO like 10X. I think it's called 10X. Um, that's the speculative fervor. And if you look at the, the overall investment landscape of all legacy markets and everything, especially in the U.S. and Europe, you're lucky to get 1%. Junk bonds are even at 3%. So if you can get 10x on 1% of your portfolio, um, you know, you're doing really damn good. That's your whole year, basically. You just, you know, break even on the rest and you're still ahead of the market. So um, that's that's kind of what we're looking at. But let's, let's look more closely at this metronome thing. So it's an ERC-20 token launched by Jeff Garzik and a bunch of people. I've been tweeting about this a little bit too. Um, not, I, I don't. I guess I'll get into like what I think about the implementation a little bit later in a few minutes here, but let's first talk about this team. So it's Jeff Garcic and fuck, I got to pull it up here. Um, let's see. Metronome.io is the website and I'm going to go down to their team. It's a scrolly, scrolly website. Son of a bitch. This thing just flipped over. Okay. So you got Jeff Garzik who is a lead developer of the Segway 2X, and he's been building this altcoin all the time, this whole time. 
And this altcoin benefits from different forks. It benefits from multiple blockchains because it's supposed to be a token that you can ride on multiple blockchains. Okay. So he's benefiting from Bitcoin forking and he is the lead developer of a fork, a major fork of Bitcoin, which is a conflict of interest by anybody's, any stretch of the imagination that's conflict of interest. And it's not, not safe to be doing business with him. I would say at this point, um, let's see. Another one is, uh, Peter Vecinas. He was a, an original mount, uh, founder of the Bitcoin Foundation, and I think he did some jail time for fraud. So he's been in, in jail, in prison for fraud. Um, he has multiple scams under his belt, he, but yeah, obviously he's a an OG, an old-time holder, so he's a quote-unquote chief, chief cryptographer, which I'm sure he really doesn't do anything. Um, multiple big names in here from other... Uh, other projects we have a couple principal engineers we have a couple uh engineering leads software engineer um marketing obviously they have to have a marketer shit does i mean blockstream has a marketer but core doesn't have a marketer bitcoin core does not have a marketing team it's an it's an open source piece of software it doesn't need a mark a head of marketing um blockchain strategist he has a blockchain strategist, Matt Lamb. I don't know much about him, but, you know, it's a, uh, if you need a blockchain strategist, that means your freaking concept is bullshit from the beginning because they're going to change it to be whatever. So you have a, you have a marketer, like a chief marketer and a blockchain strategist. You're a bullshit project. That's all you can say. Okay. Um, then we have the biggest, well, the two, well, shit as advisors, I was going to say the, the biggest. And then I saw Another person is just big. And then the third person is just um, Dan, uh, I'm sorry, Don Tapscott of the Blockchain Research Institute. He's a big pump and dumper. William Mugliugli or William Mugliar uh, from Token Sum. He runs like a conference and he has a blockchain book. And, you know, he's basically, <laughs> there's a, a GIF of him out there where it's like, did I hear someone say ICOs? And they make his eyebrows move up and down. It's just, he's just like a scammer. But recently he's been actually better because he's been talking about all these projects are getting, you know, 100, 200 million. Now, is that too much? He's actually asking that question, which I do respect out of him. So um, there is that to be said. But then this guy, Vinny Lingham. Now, I, I don't want to spend too much time on Vinny because everybody at this point knows that he's a scammer. But um, back in March, I think it was March 17th, you guys can go uh, onto Bitcoin Meister's podcast and look for his Friday kind of roundup. I think it was March 17th, but I could be off by a few days. But I was on that show. <clears throat> excuse me. And Vinny Lingham, like halfway through, like jumps on, jumps on the podcast. Um, and of course, Bitcoin Meister welcomes it on. I mean, Bitcoin Meister is doing great work, but he's still small. And Vinny Lingham's like a big VC CEO in space. So he just can come on whenever he wants. Um, well, so he came on and he starts to say, sell, sell. Everybody sell. I'm getting super scared. This is going to, this is going to the ground and uh, blah, 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 fork, fork, fork. Right. That was at nine fifty, nine hundred and fifty dollars and I think Tone Vase was on there with me because Tone Vase is like, well, I'm going to have to push back on that. And I was like, so that was Tone Vase's re reaction. My reaction was, Vinny, you cannot come on the show and just spout unfounded things, right? Like there's no disclaimer. There's no nothing. Like we don't know what you're invested in. We don't know uh, what you're saying. You're saying you're an elite friend. Like that is a scammer's thing. He was saying his elite friends are selling, so he's going to sell, right? Um, and of course, what happens? It, it drops down to 850 and it bounces up to 1200. I mean, this guy, total, total bullshit. 
And yeah, Tone Vase and I are both on board right there. But I have some OG. I have one real close OG friend. And he was fudded out. Well, actually, okay, so I have one real close OG friend. And then another OG that's like way back in the day um, that I know well. And I, I have lunch with him every once in a while. But um, yeah, he even, even he was fudded out by this. So we're talking like six seven years worth of experience getting flooded out by Vinny Langham at 950. So this, he's cost a lot of people a lot of money. And what was he doing? He was buying all those Bitcoins. I'm sure he and his friends, Falvinga and Roger Vera were in there laughing their asses off buying at 850. While everybody else was panic selling and shit because Vinny Langham comes on and floods everybody. Now, I don't think it should be illegal, but dude, yeah, you need to listen to me, not to him. Anyway, so yeah, Vinny Lingham's on there. And he was even on record saying he's not going to do any more ICOs. And of course, he's on this ICO, so whatever. But that's their advisor team, basically all scammers and marketers and blockchain strategists. And it's just all a bunch of BS. Okay, now let's take a look at the implementation, the actual tokens of it. So what they're saying is that these tokens will ride on other blockchains. So you'll be able to use metronome tokens on bitcoin or on ethereum or whatever maybe not monero or probably on zcash because it's just a fork of bitcoin but um you, you know like basically these tokens we'll use anywhere they won't have their own blockchain they'll have like a centralized way of uh, issuing coins and all this stuff they have a pre-mine they just poof coins into existence for the founding members for the team um which is very very suspicious you're not going to change the world with a pre-mine right you're going to change the world with a fair launch which is almost impossible today in bitcoin and that's i wrote a whole blog post about that at one point but um so yeah these these tokens right and my first impression was that it's malware because let's say you're a small token let's say you're like lisk or now pivx or one of these smaller smaller tokens and people are using metronome on your blockchain well, they're causing you to have more data, causing you to have higher fees, probably, you know, push your limits, tax your system, maybe even um, be worried about security on your blockchain. You probably have to spin up more nodes because all these minor altcoins are just freaking using AWS nodes from the founders and shit, even as big as Dash. That's all that, that's all they're doing from the most part. But um it, it puts these, this cost onto the blockchain that you're using. So I would consider that an attack. I would consider that malware on my network. So that's what I said. Uh, I tweeted out about that. And that's what it is. They're trying to put the externalities. So, um, you know, these are kind of hidden costs in a way. These externalities, they're trying to put those onto other blockchains. Whether these guys do it or not, I think this is a new attack vector it it really is i mean they we've had things like counterparty where it's blockchain bloat right but this is not just blockchain bloat this is um kind of blockchain bloat with economics a little bit behind it and it could hurt it could hurt uh some smaller altcoins now i'm not against this <laughs> it might sound weird to people but i mean I'm not against this, that it should be, there should be regulation against it or something like that. But if I were a small altcoin, I'd be against this. 
Bitcoin, all it's going to do is is thin the herd, right? Because these smaller block, these smaller networks are going to get taken down, and it's going to eventually settle onto the larger blockchains. Now, if I'm a larger blockchain with a five dollar fee, say like Bitcoin at its height, when there was the most spam on the network, you got five dollar fees. Um, am I going to want to use metronome there or on Dash or something? You know, where or Ethereum, where the the fees are are less. Well, they're going to go to the less fees for these the, the metronome transactions. So it's going to put them at a disadvantage, right? So for Bitcoin being the premier, most expensive type transactions, it's going to actually be insulated from that. So the, it, if they don't build it, someone else will. Because this is a new attack vector. I really, I really truly believe that. A lot of people aren't worried about it. And this this certain metronome might not take off, but something will, or maybe 20 of them will, and they will just hurt all the small altcoins. We're seeing this this shift in Bitcoin right now. So um, over the last two years, and I tweeted about, out about this recently, uh, over the last couple of years, there's been a really unique time in Bitcoin where you could launch altcoin and make a lot of money. Okay, that, that due to the scaling debate and kind of the uncertainty there around Bitcoin. But now that we have Bitcoin scaled with SegWit and other things coming, and we actually learned a good process now to to scale Bitcoin more easily. Um, when we see when we have that and we have 2x failing and we have all this stuff, um, the future for Bitcoin looks wide open. Which is not what it looked like two years ago. It looked very closed. So they launched these altcoins thinking, oh, we're going to do governance. We're going to do all these great things. We're going to be able to scale. And they got a lot of investment money. And they they blew up. They pumped. Well, that's not going to happen in the future. See, Bitcoin's going to be able to scale and take all these tests that happen on other networks, take the best of the best, implement them on Bitcoin. Or maybe, you know, just lessons learned from those small altcoins and help develop Bitcoin. So it was a very unique time over the last two years. I don't think traditional altcoins are just going to be destroyed over the next 24 months, just destroyed, especially relative to Bitcoin. They might hold on to some of their value, but five, 10 years down the road, there's going to be no like real altcoin, maybe other than like maybe Litecoin and some other niche coins are going to be able to have several billion dollars uh, in their, their economy. But um, the, these small, like say $500 million, $1 billion coins, they're going to be gone. They're, they're not going to be around. So anyways, um, plus now on top of that, we see a different way now to launch forks. We've had two, Bcash and Bgold, and maybe S2X will happen as well. Um, so we, we're, we're going down in the first three months, basically, August, September, October. So first four months of this new altcoin type paradigm where you fork Bitcoin, you try to take some of Bitcoin's network effects away from it. Um, that's going to be the new new thing. That and these type of externality shedding altcoins. So altcoins that don't truly have their own blockchain. They ride on other blockchains with some sort of weird consensus. I don't know how. It's going to obviously be centralized. But, um, you know, the, those are the things that are going to be in the future. The next two to three years, we're going to see forks and metronome type blockchain stealing um, altcoins. That's just gonna. That's just gonna speed up the death of these other altcoins and you know, reconsolidate the value into Bitcoin. 
So right now we have $150 billion market cap for the global market cap of Bitcoin and all coins. That's going to be 100% Bitcoin or at least 90% probably. Uh, maybe a little bit less than that because some of these forks might be somewhat successful uh, at, at first blush, right? At the first couple of years. But then in four years, we'll have a different paradigm. We'll have a different attack vector to Bitcoin that they'll be exploiting. All right, so that's that's all I want to say in this episode, guys. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Nancy Leonard. Tell me where I'm wrong in the comments. Tell me where I'm right. Um, hopefully my voice uh, tomorrow morning, I'm going to be doing a new uh, Pow Bitcoin episode where I do the market market update. So um, hopefully my voice is better by then. But let me know what you guys think about this. Am I totally crazy? <laughs> Some, I have a buddy. Well, it's an acquaintance here in my local town. He has a blockchain company or blockchain business. It's really just a couple AT, Bitcoin ATMs and, and some other blockchain ventures that he is trying to do. Um, but he's putting together a blockchain meetup. So we're going to have a Bitcoin, Bitcoin meetup and a blockchain meetup. Um, most cities probably have that. But um, <laughs> I had somebody the other at the second meetup. Somebody went in there and gave uh, – okay, so what they did, they had a bunch of tables – I didn't go, but they had a bunch of tables. This table was talking about blockchain. This table was talking about um, the Raiden lightning knockoff that Ethereum's trying to do. Um, so, you know, another table was talking about uh, ERC twenty token, um, et cetera, et cetera. They had all these different tables. Well, which table was <laughs> did nobody go to? The blockchain table, because they think they know what's going on. They think they know what blockchain is. It's going to be a rude awakening over the next. Um, one to two years of just how badly these blockchain, quote unquote, blockchain projects, blockchain platforms are taken down by uh, just Bitcoin store value. So anyway, <clears throat> take, take that for what it's worth. Anyway, guys, thank you for joining me. My name is Ansel Linder. This is Bitcoin and Markets. If you like to support the show, go to patreon.com forward slash Bitcoin and Markets. Thank you to all my patrons. You guys are the greatest. Let's pump this up. Let's get a good community going here with some value from the Bitcoin and Markets brand. And we, I can uh, you know, help fund other projects that I see out there in the space that, that need this. I think that would be really awesome. And it would just be building on it. It's building on itself going forward. So um, check out patreon.com forward slash Bitcoin Markets. Thank you, guys. See you soon.